At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It is hour number two of prime time action. We're still waiting on our first of two games in our VEASAN baseball betting pentathlon to let uh, Kelly Bidlin get out the old uh, Nighthawks, the old sounder, because that thing was pretty. You forgot the name of our team. I did already. Yeah, Nighthawks are your team. By the way, sorry, sorry, by the sorry. way, by the way Hawks. if anyone's Nighthawks. wondering. Prime time action, Viper The Hawks. member of our team. Forgot the name of our team in the over the course of one. That's because over I, the course of the first hour of the show, we already have T-shirt requests. Come on, I, I did see the T-shirt. It's because I have. Well, I work for another team that has a similar team name and has the exact same sounder of. You're the no longer you're no longer working for that team, Ben. You no longer work for that team, Ben. over. This is your <laughs> one and only team right now, Ben. Plus, what's get it together, similar? Ben? We're the Hawks HOX. Okay, come on. It's completely yeah, different animal. Should have been the same. Should have been the same thing. What can I say? The other name. Plus, this one's just like an animal created from my weird brain. So <laughs> just rolled off the tip of the tongue. I said that I, I basically got screwed up because this Mariners Nationals game that we should have been sweating right now is still not close to starting. They're now showing 8:35 a.m. Eastern, or p.m. Eastern, as the uh, the start there in a rain delay. We do have some games underway though, Kelly. Uh, by my count, uh, seven in progress on the baseball diamonds. Yeah, we got the Pirates on top of the Marlins right now, three to one down in Miami. Uh, let's see, live numbers just pop back up. That game uh, in the bottom of the fifth inning, Pirates minus 265 live, Marlins plus 210, seven and a half, your live total. Blue Jays lead the Phillies two to one. That game in the top of the fourth, Blue Jays minus 280 live, Phillies plus 220, eight and a half 
is your total juiced to the over at minus 140. Red Sox and Rays scoreless. That game in the top of the fourth. Uh, Red Sox minus 125 live uh, favorites on the money line. Rays minus 105, four and a half your live total juiced to the over at minus 140. White Sox up on the Guardians four to nothing. That game bottom of the third. White Sox minus 825. Guardians plus 550, ten and a half your live total. Mets and Braves scoreless in the bottom of the second. The Braves are minus 220 live. Mets plus 185, six and a half your total. Brewers two to nothing lead over the Twins. That game in the top of the second inning. Brewers minus 185, Twins plus 150, ten and a half your live total. And Dodgers and Cardinals just getting started. That is scoreless in the first inning. All right, and it looks like that Reds Yankees game. That is at least as we're seeing set to start here momentarily. That's at least what uh, what the screen is showing us at an eight oh five Eastern. Yeah, and the Red, that Red Sox Rays game. Um, Chris Sale, while he has not allowed a run in the game, you did say he was on a pitch count. He's already up to fifty three pitches. Eighty five pitches. So he's already pitch up to fifty three yeah. through three innings right now. So. Unless he gets very, very efficient, you're probably only looking at a five-inning outing here from, mm-hmm. from Chris Sale, so they're going to need some bullpen work in that one. So far, uh, Kluber through three innings, no hits allowed and five Ooh. Ks on this, uh, on this Red Sox squad. So we will, we will continue to monitor that one. Hopefully that's a, hopefully that's a jinx. <laughs> the anti the anti sweat uh, going up. It, this does at least give us a chance, though, Matt, to talk about the the second of our two picks for today. Since it's part of this baseball betting pentathlon, we need a underdog, we need a favorite. Favorite, we we came to the second of whose picks? Uh, our 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 Viper the Hawks. Viper Hawks. Come on, he's, he, you know what? He didn't really even know. Again, I had to look into Kelly's eyes there, like directly in for a second, and just kind of <laughs> do the mind. Yeah. I look it. It happened. I'm not going to try to, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to try to. Yeah. So we took the uh, we took the Padres over the Rockies, and I understand it's a game at Coors, and we get all that. Uh, but we're getting Mike Clevenger on our side. They're getting Austin Gomber <laughs> on their side, and so I will take that all day long. If you really start to dig in on this as well, Ben, it works even more in our favor with this right-handed heavy lineup that the Padres have rolled out against Gomber. He is allowing a 254 ISO to righties this year and only a 17% strikeout rate against righties. So righties have absolutely destroyed Gomber so far this season. And listen, with Clevenger, understandably a very small sample size with him. He is coming back off of the injury. And so we can't really say what type of pitcher he's been so far this season, but I've liked what I've seen. And what we like even more is this Rockies lineup is a shell of what they thought they would have rolled out even a couple of days ago. So we have a lot working in our favor here. I think we, we, we definitely have the better pitcher. I'm pretty sure we have the better lineup for sure. And we certainly have the better advanced statistics moving in our favor in this thing. So we had to pick a favorite. We picked the favorite. We took the Padres. I think we're the only ones on the Padres. Gives us some nice leverage here in this contest. A little bit of game theory there stuff go. going on as well. So, game theory. Hey, uh, feeling good about this. Feeling good about this bet. The four that are out, there are four regulars out of the normal Rockies lineup for tonight. Chris Bryant, who was placed on the paternity list last night, he's expected to miss a couple of days uh, there. And then C.J. Crone, Elias Diaz, their starting catcher, and then Brendan Rodgers, 
the normal second baseman, who's had a really nice year, actually, there for the Rockies. Those guys are all out. And you look at Mike Clevenger, as you mentioned. Yes, small sample size, only going to be his, what, eighth? Uh, yes, eighth start of the year, ninth appearance overall. But at 334 ERA, underlying numbers about the same, XERA at 349. And he's among, again, he doesn't qualify for any of these you know, league leader things because yeah. of the lack of innings map, but he would be among the league leaders in hard hit percentage against 25.5%. So you're combining that against uh, what, we've, what we will see in a right-handed heavy hitting lineup for Colorado against the righty Clevenger, and they're they're significantly weaker than you would normally see. For them. Yeah, the Padres rolling out seven of the nine righties against Gomber tonight, and again, it's just uh, it's it's playing against his weakness. I think it's a smart lineup from them. The only lefties in there are Cronenworth and Mazzara. Mazzara down at the bottom of the lineup. Cronenworth is hitting second in lineup, but Cronenworth is a, is a good solid hitter all around. So yeah, I, I do like the approach here, and they are without Profar, of course, as we mentioned, he's still on the the concussion list, but. Um, still better, still superior lineup to what Colorado's rolling out tonight. Austin Gomber is the pitcher we're, <laughs> we're going against. Too. You look at what he's done. Now, again, the numbers say he's been a little bit unlucky. That usually happens when you have a 646 ERA. Yes. Like, it is really hard to have advanced numbers that say, yeah, actually, you're that bad. But, yeah. I mean, his expected ERA is still 511. And gives you look at the contact he gives up. Near nine percent barrel percentage, which isn't terrible, but that is that's quite a quite a bit, and over a thirty percent hard hit percentage. So usually that that's kind of the cutoff. You want to be below thirty percent. That's where the the elite level guys are. Certainly has not uh, has not been there. And normally too, I mean, you see, we've seen a lot of these totals. Matt at Coors Field, this is always kind of a good indication. Like you have a guy in Gomber who's just been uh, getting uh, hit to smithereens so far this year, and yet this is a total that's eleven, which by Coors standards is. On the little, on the bit lighter side, it was eleven and a half last night. This is an eleven. I see a lot of a lot of juice there to the under as well. Kind of tells you too, the odds makers are not as uh, are not as bullish on just keep keep pumping up yeah. this number like we've seen in uh, in some yeah, games. Yeah, no, past. no, absolutely. I'm 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 feeling good about our our two plays. Well, if the one actually ever gets going, hey, we backed <laughs> it with real money too. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, you did. Make, yeah, you have. Backed. I just played the Padres. You played both of them. Yeah, I played both. I played the one last night as well. I mean, I figure if we're going to if we're going to do this, just to kind of show also to the viewers and the audience that we're not just pulling stuff out of our out of our rears here you know like these are things that we've actually you know researched and feel pretty good about as we put them in so uh we did do no, that I like it yeah I did not actually bet these but that that's it's not because I don't believe yeah. in it I just you know I'm good with you yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with I'm you. team viper hawks all yeah right. I'm just he had to he, he, he got, did he that to show in. yeah, you know, he, I had had to, yeah. he had to work that in to be like hey look I I just want y'all to know I do know it <laughs> All right. I may or may not have been writing it down on a piece of paper over and over and over and over. Fiber Hawks! Yes. Uh, don't worry, you're, you're going to know by the end of the night. We're going to roll. By the end of the night, that little, bu- not... that little animation so many times, you're going to you're going to hear that <laughs> screeching hawk in your head going to bed tonight. I might not be able to sleep tonight. As, as a result. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying. We didn't get to some of our top headlines in the first hour because we were so enamored and getting deep into this uh, baseball betting pentathlon in our picks. But a couple of our top headlines we didn't get to in hour number one, and we talked open championship. We'll discuss a, a little bit more later, Matt. But uh, Tiger Woods comes out, and it's funny. That's a name through our show in an hour. We haven't really talked about it at all, discussing the open championship. Tiger Woods, who is on our odds board graphic, but in that 66-1 uh, to 1 range, Tiger comes out, and, and the news conference today, they asked him about the Live Tour, and it was be, because he's Tiger Woods, his words carry a ton of weight. And it was a, a pretty cool thing to watch to at least him be very honest and give kind of a, like a, a slightly different statement and frame of mind than a lot of other guys have said. And, and the quote from Tiger was uh, that he, I disagree with it. 
I think what they've done is they've turned their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. And he really, like his, his kind of point, Matt, was just that for these guys who haven't ever gone through the grind of a PGA Tour season, and for a lot of the younger guys who have made this leap to the Live Tour, uh, he made a, a pretty compelling case as to why this is, is, if you just take out the money, which I realize is hard to do, this is not something that is really beneficial to a guy's specific golf game and, uh, and golf career. And, and the way he said it was certainly one that is certainly going to uh, have support, you would think, from the, the general public here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and the other thing is, is he's been the guy who understands. Like, he's been the recipient of what the PGA Tour can do for someone. You know, I mean, he has been a dude who's now, you know, I think the last we heard is a billionaire or at least close to yeah. it or something like that, off of, you know, going out, working hard, grinding winning tournaments and and working your way up and and that's you know getting the endorsements along the way and and that's how you you go about it you know and so I'm I fully buy into what he's saying here and you know like you said his words speak volume right and like so he's sitting in that room it's different when you got some of these other guys but when you got Rory and you got Tiger kind of like throwing the shade the listen Dustin Johnson's got nine figures worth of reasons to not care what they have to say. That being said, he think he hears it. Like it's it's like he hears it. It's not like it's just some other some rando, right? Like it's it's two of the most popular, most powerful dudes on tour. And I think Tiger, like you said, came up through the system. And I think he's kind of he kind of put it out there today, talking about, hey, this is for the younger guys. I'm not sure this is the right move for the older guys. Sure, take the money and run. And Tiger, we actually have a soundbite talking about that a little bit here today these players are doing for you know guaranteed money um, wh- what is the incentive to practice what is the incentives to go out there and earn it in the dirt um, you're just getting paid a lot of money up front and playing a few events and playing 54 holes yeah true words from uh, from Tiger Woods it was great to hear uh, today We'll see how it plays out, though. Open, open championship. We'll talk, we'll talk more golf in a little bit. But up next, 32 teams, 32 shows. We'll talk last team in the AFC South. That is the Indianapolis Colts when we return right here on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vston.com to check the current betting splits. Splitting bets! Data! Oh, yeah. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only tonight's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. We were just chuckling to the break because it is a literal monsoon at Target Field in Minneapolis. You know how much it's raining too because cameras are so good that like you can't even see the rain sometimes because cameras are so good these days. You can't even see the players on the field. It's like the rain, the rain is so visible. Yeah, when it looks real bad on TV, it's yeah. really four times worse yeah. in real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and boys, I got bad news. We are postponed officially in Washington. Game will be played tomorrow. Oh, Rut row. No. So we got to come up with a new we dog. We need a new we dog. We find another dog. We've got four games that have actually three games that have yet to start. One of which we're already in on the favorite. So that means we've got. Two games. <laughs> we got a choice between two. What are our two choices? Our choices are Dallas Keuchel and the Diamondbacks at plus 190 against Logan Webb and the Giants. We're taking the Angels. We're going against the world. Uh, and then we're going to go. I guess we're going against the world. Yeah, Noah yeah. Syndergaard and the Angels against uh, yeah. Luis Garcia. We're going the against the world. There it is. Angels, put us in. All right. Plus 10. Well, actually, sorry. Plus I'll one, shop around. Plus 112. Does. I'm seeing in Nevada at least, Kelly. Yeah, maybe I'll, you can I'll find something around. better on the East Coast. Let's shop around where you guys talk some Colts. Oh, let's let, let this is this. Oh. The, well, boys, this is this is we had well, I had one choice, really. We had basically one. There's no possible way we could we could even put our our <laughs> theoretical money on a Dallas Keuchel <laughs> yeah. back diamondback no, team in San Francisco. Zero, we just zero. could not do it. I'm sorry. 112 is the best. You said you see 112. 112, yes. 112 is the best, Kelly. Station, so lock uh, us in. Stations in Nevada. That would be our book. Not lock us in at plus 112 and. This is funny. Look at and the, I know. I mean, what are the, they even doing? The Midwestern. They got some people up. You know, the plastic ponchos. Yeah. They're just kind of quickly throwing. And there's, they show some guy in a cowboy, like a straw hat, who's just <laughs> chilling. Like he doesn't care. It's literally it, pouring. It, yeah, uh, it, now I don't know how many how many of these changed, but uh, we do have a couple other people in the Angels as well. Oh. Oh. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> there, I think there are. They might ones. be doing the same thing we're doing though. We have shenanigans. No, no, no. I want you to. I want you to look in there. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but no. I, I have a feeling other people are probably doing what we're doing. I definitely heard at least. I believe the edge. At least one of the show they they had the 
the classic case of like, okay, this line makes no sense. Why why aren't the Astros favored more? This should be a bigger line. So let's just let's just take the fishy number and let's just go Angels. Oh, so well, we're not the only ones to do it. But we also really had no choice. If no, Jordan Alvarez also in the lineup for the Astros tonight. Okay. So we'll take that. Oh, good. Yeah, no MVP. In the I will good. during the next break try to figure out some statistical backing to make uh, the, a play like that seem. Palatable. I'll do my best. We're gonna get the old. We're gonna get the Thor version of Cindergard tonight. Yeah. that's why. That's what. That's yeah. why we did it. It's he's going old school. He's coming out. He's throwing a hundred. Like he's gonna find Ooh, seven go. miles an hour in his fastball. It'll like, just, it'll just it. appear. He's been holding it back all, all this time yes, for our for our, baseball just, just for our accidental bet that we didn't really okay. mean to make, but we made it after. We made it anyway. Sounds good. So, so there it is. Will, we will adjust. Sound backing right there, guys. Do as we say, not as we do. Yeah, yeah, something like go. that. That's what something the Viper like Hawks yeah. mantra is all about, yes. basically. And no. maybe more importantly for those in Washington D.C., uh, be careful tonight because this uh, oh. does this does say severe weather predicted to move into the area, oh. according to the Washington Nationals. Oh, okay then. Ideal. All right. Well, while that is happening, and while I'm looking at shirtless people sitting in the rain in Minneapolis, they're having a bummer a, for us, having though. a great time. We'll see how it goes. We had again, but we had a we had a game we liked. I know. We had the whole reason for it, and we had baseball man. The whole thing and the whatnots and the wherefore art thou's. Yeah, yeah I know. Art th- that, that was the most important part. That, yeah. That's what happens. Well, let's go instead to 32 teams. 32 shows, Kelly Bidlin. Oh, yeah. It's Tuesday on Primetime Action. 32 teams, 30-something shows, more like 25. The Colts featuring that I was going to say 20-slash-30-ish That's shows. why we blew it up, see? 59 days till opening day, uh, Matt Brown. Frank Reich is your coach. <laughs> this is just, what are they doing? <laughs> they keep showing shirtless fat guys just, getting drenched by the rain I think in Minnesota. It's just like nothing else to show, I guess. <laughs> like, so it's just like a guy who's just like loving life that he's on TV right now. <laughs> he just loves oh, it so much. Man. He's like, I'm on TV because I'm fat and it's raining. Somebody who's from Wisconsin, I relate to this so much. Uh, this is like what we do. It's, yeah, just, it's just us. It's so know. great. Anyway, uh, Frank Reich is, is your coach. Marcus Brady is your offensive coordinator. Second season for him as offensive coordinator. Now Gus Bradley comes over as defensive coordinator. First season as defensive coordinator here for this Colts team. If we look at the big uh, acquisitions for this team, some pretty decent names that they brought in, of course, first and foremost being quarterback Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan will be your starter here for this Colts team. A significant upgrade in my opinion. We shall see. But in my opinion, a significant upgrade. Yannick Ngakwe comes in uh, for this Colts team as well. Stephon Gilmore comes in for this team as well. So upgrade at the edge, upgrade at, cor- at, uh, at the corner position. Nick Foles was signed to back up Matt Ryan. Philip Lindsay gets signed to add some depth to that running back room that is probably one of the very best in all the NFL. Linebacker Brandon King was signed. You got Rodney McLeod, safety that was signed. You got right tackle Dennis Kelly, cornerback Brandon Faison, and then you also have safety Imani Watts. So you have a lot of guys coming in here for this Colts team and some some big-time playmakers, some guys certainly that can that can get it done. I mean, if you look at Yannick Ngakwe's career, if you look at Stephon Gilmore's career, and here's the thing with Stephon Gilmore, he hasn't been on the field a ton lately because of injuries. When he's been on the field, though, he's still he's still been a difference maker. He's still been very, very good. It's so if you can if you can get a, a healthy season out of Stephon Gilmore, two year twenty million dollar deal is, is a is a steal for for somebody like him in a league that is so incredibly 
pass happy. Now, if you look at the guys on the way out, of course, Carson Wentz leads the way. Carson Wentz now in Washington. Mark Glowinski, their right guard, is gone. Zach Pascal, who kind of had to play a pretty big role for this team, actually, over the last three years at the wide receiver position due to all the injuries that they've had. He is gone as well. Uh, El-Kadeen Muhammad, an edge rusher, is gone. Isaac Rochelle, linebacker's gone. Safety George Odom is gone. Marlon Mack, running back, is out of town. Cornerback Rocky Sin is out of town. Uh, left guard Chris Reed, and then linebacker Taylor Stallworth. So there is a lot of guys that are gone here, specifically Glowinski as a starter on the offensive line being gone from one of the very best offensive lines in all of football over the last couple of seasons. That said, they do have some reinforcements that I mm-hmm. don't think it's going to be that big of a deal for them. If you look at what they did in the draft, Ben, wide receiver Alec Pierce in the second round. You took a tight end in Jelani Woods in the third round. So you get Matt Ryan some weapons with your first two picks that you have. They didn't have a first-round pick, so you get a second-round, third-round. You get a wide receiver. You get a tight end. You have another third-round pick. You take an offensive tackle. You have another third-round pick. You take a safety. So you get an offensive lineman. You get a tight end. You get a wide receiver. Because I think they looked at this where, like, hey, look, our window here is is pretty small. We were getting nowhere with Carson Wentz. Let's upgrade at the quarterback position with this team that we've got that's still a pretty good offensive line, still a pretty good defense. we we assume we're going to be able to make some plays on the offensive side of the ball at the receiver position. So let's get another receiver. Let's get a tight end. Let's get another offensive lineman. Yeah. And 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 let's go at it. And so I, I like the approach here by this Colts team. I think if you if you're them, you look at the division. You've got the two bottom feeders, and then you're like, okay, we're heads up against the Titans. We think the Titans overachieved last year. We think the Titans got worse in the offseason. So this is our window. All we got to do is get in the tournament and anything can happen. We saw this just last season. Cincinnati Bengals just get in the tournament, make a run all the way to the Super Bowl, right? They are looking at this. Hey, we're going to win this division. We're going to get in the tournament. And then from there, who knows, right? What if we get a vintage kind of like, you know, a a vintage performance out of Matt Ryan? If you kind of look at his, at what Matt Ryan did over the last few seasons, he wasn't just falling off a cliff or anything. It was just there was no talent around it. Horrible offensive line. Nothing going on there. If you look last season, of course, Calvin Ridley leaves and is it, you know doesn't come back the whole season. I mean, there was just nothing. He was in a no-win situation there, you know. And so now he goes into a place with a good offensive line, some good playmakers, some some competent coaching, all the things that you would think would lead this team to beat the favorite in the division, which they are, and also. I think to be a, 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 at least a somewhat interesting team should the playoff when the playoffs roll around. And you think too, it, it's on the offensive line. Like you lose two starters, you would think, all right, this has been a consensus top five unit for a couple of years now. They're probably going to fall off, but uh, Pro Football Focus still has them a top ten offensive unit coming in. When you have guys like Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly still there, that has to go a long way. When you have a, a running back room led by Jonathan Taylor, and even if it's a, a, a wide receiver core that has some work to do, right? We talk all the time about the importance of a, a good old line and how much that Im- impacts our own handicap. Atlanta didn't exactly have a great offensive line either for Matt Ryan. It wasn't only the lack of weapons around him. could barely keep him protected. You'd think that would go a long way, too, if you're, if you're a buyer in the Matt Ryan resurgence angle here. Yeah, we'll certainly look at some of these numbers here on this team whenever we come back and see if there's any play on this team. I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're very well might be on a team that I already have to win the division. So that's a ticket that's already in my account. We'll see if the number that's still available is something – that, uh, you know, 
we would recommend anyway. We'll talk about the defensive angle, too, because with Gus Bradley, defensive coordinator, and the personnel they've got, there are some things that appear to be positive on the Colts. We'll continue the Indianapolis Colts discussion, 32 teams and 32 shows next on Primetime Action. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in the Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. The anti-sweats are certainly a thing tonight on the show. VEASAN Baseball Betting Pentathlon oh, update, Matt Brown. It feels so good. Cardinals. 3 nothing here in the bottom of the second over oh. the Dodgers. Dodgers, I think, a, a, a popular pick, according to Kelly Bidlin, I believe, maybe. Uh, yeah, we had, uh, yeah, we had a few people couple, on them. A couple teams on the a Dodgers. Few, a few teams on them. Top of the yeah. fifth. Red Sox up 2 to nothing. Nice. The Red Sox. We had four teams on the Rays. Ooh, baby, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I like that I'm saying we had four teams. We other, have, right, it's already done. You know? yeah, yeah, They can't exactly. possibly come back from a 2 nothing deficit. No one played no the way. Yankees because the price was too steep. So that's good because yeah, no, they're up 2 nothing. I kind of wanted to play the Reds, and I'm glad I didn't try to talk anybody into that. Just just purely on the number, but, yeah, not yeah, going well. It's, it's like as we – and I don't think anyone played the Blue Jays for the same reason because they were a super right. They were a super. And Philly is so many guys out because of the vaccination yeah. status. A three-two game Blue Jays, top of the fifth there. The uh, the Yankees getting that done on a Torres. Oh no, on a Rizzo two RBI single. So that is how the Yankees get up two nothing in that one. And Garrett Cole is uh, is on the hill for for the Yankees. Albert so, Pujols, sixth spotted, home run of the year. Yes, wow. spotted a spotted a two run lead there for for Garrett Cole. Maybe the game's over. The uh, the cut this contest really is interesting to see how people react to because we were we were heads up with follow the money on the Mariners national side because they are on the Mariners. We're on the Nationals, so obviously they had to go and pick a new team. So what did they do? Of course. We're heads up with them again. We're heads up with yeah. them again. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. So, yeah, they put the Astros because they had the favorite. And we, oh. Uh, go Viper Hawks. Let's go. Viper Hawks. Viper Hawks. The 1-0 Viper Hawks. The 1-0 Viper Hawks. Am I the only one who thinks our logo looks like? Oh, yeah, like, we can't be playing that if we're like 0-3. Oh, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah, it's, we'll see. Am I the only one who thinks our logo looks like uh, Vecna from Stranger Things? Am I the only one? I showed Kelly a side-by-side picture. <laughs> I was waiting for Matt's response. <laughs> I knew Matt wouldn't have any idea. I just... I actually know what you're talking about, but I, I did not see that. You know what, Stranger Things? If anyone was wondering, uh, Ben's single. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's... If you're wondering. Tell, tell everyone you're single without actually saying I'm single. Uh, that, that'll, 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 yeah, because our, our, our viewing audience <laughs> definitely is. Uh, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it right yeah. there. Uh, anyway, 32 <laughs> teams and 32 shows. 32 <laughs> teams, 32 shows. Uh, ben was so confident in that. He said it twice today. I've heard him say it twice today. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no one knows what the hell you're talking about. Um, anyway, uh, 11th overall DVOA last season, 13th offense, 8th defense, 14th special teams. Now, we've talked about this a lot, Ben. Like, Look, I like the advanced statistics. I base a lot of what I do off of advanced statistics. I do not I do not think that everything is gospel, right? 
I watched this offense last year. If that was the 13th best offense in the NFL, <laughs> yeah. then you know, then I, I'm an astronaut. Like, I mean, that's just there's just no way. Like, it, it was impossible that 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 was the 13th best offense in the NFL last season with Carson Wentz at quarterback. So, you know, again, we 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 take all this stuff and and we. We use it as part of our process. It's not gospel, right? And if you're doing it as gospel, then you're, I think you're, you're doing it wrong. Um, sharp football, third easiest schedule in all of the NFL, which certainly helps if you are a Colts backer such as myself here. Um, 9.8 wins projected by, uh, by Mr. Sharp. We can see that right now the win total is sitting at 10, at least at DraftKings anyway. Um, so you kind of look up and down the schedule, and I think all of us been, you know, look, they might stumble somewhere they shouldn't along the way, but let, you, you've assumed the four divisional wins already, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. And then if you say a split with the text, with the Titans, who, again, I'm down on, I, don't, I, I think I've heard a couple other people who are kind of down on them as well. So if you assume a split there, there's five wins off the, off the jump, right? Now you start looking down, you get the Commanders, you get the Steelers. You get what are we getting out of the Patriots? Who really knows? You get the Patriots. You get the you get the Giants. I mean, there are some very, very, very winnable games, and then they're going to win a game or two that we don't think that they're going to win. You know, now is that maybe the Eagles aren't as good as I think they're going to be? I think the Eagles are going to be good. Maybe the Eagles won't be as good as I think they're going to be. Um, maybe we look at the Raiders. I think that that's going to be a tough game on the road at the Raiders. But, hey, look, maybe the Raiders aren't mm-hmm. as good as I kind of have them in, in my head here. You get the Chiefs early on in the season. So maybe that adjustment from Tyreek Hill not being there and whatever, and all, you know, maybe the Chiefs haven't really started clicking on offense quite yet. You do run into a pretty good defense here from the Colts. So I, I think that win total is appropriate. I don't think that's a number that would be bettable for me, other unless maybe it's an alt on the over because you think that this team just super overly achieves, right? Like mm-hmm. they sweep all the games in the division. They are they are favorites against you know they're they're favorites against the Eagles. They're favorites against the Raiders. They're you know whatever. So it, it, it would have yeah. to be a combination of that, yeah. right? It would have to be a combination of the entire division being down, like the Titans being worse than you probably even think they're going to mm-hmm. be, and then the Jaguars not taking that next step forward that a lot of people think that they're going to, right? Yeah. So it, it, you're they would have to get one of these games too that I assume people are kind of writing in as a loss. They'd have to get a couple of those, and I don't know if that's necessarily the case because you look at the, some of the ones that are on there that you would think might be gettable in other circumstances, but they're on the road, like the at the Broncos, right? Like the at the Cowboys. It's kind of like you look at those and say, okay, maybe at home, maybe those would be gettable. Maybe you would like that a little bit better. You'd probably prefer the Chiefs to be on the road because you are you're you don't like that you're winning equity in that one as much as you would like the Broncos, but it's flip-flops, so it's Chiefs at home. So it's, it's tough for me. To, to kind of get on a – just play it strictly straight up right now, I think it would be an, an all-over for this team if I was going to play it because it would be, oh, this team went from being what I think will be just a solid team to being like a really good team. Right, like right? 12-5 yeah. type Yeah, like a really squad, yeah. good team. Like Matt Ryan comes in and looks like 
Matt Ryan of five years ago and, you know, that, that whole and The defensive part of the ball, though, is what's probably being more unheralded because, again, we talk about Matt Ryan, and, and like we should, that is the big move bringing the quarterback in. But so you, you have Gus Bradley coming in as a defensive coordinator, and we know how much of a blitz guy he is. I mean, it's, it's uh, look, I mean, he went from 16% blitz rate with yeah. the Chargers as a defensive yeah, he coordinator. Never I mean, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. the lack of, uh, yes. yeah, so you, you're relying on a defensive line to generate uh, to generate pressure. And yeah. you look at what the Colts have. They bring Yannick and Gakwe in, as you, as you talked about, uh, his, his reunion there with Gus Bradley now uh, in back in Indianapolis. But DeForest Buckner, like the last two years, he's ranked top five among all interior D linemen as far as generating uh, sacks and hits combined so far. So if you're a defense like a Gus Bradley who's going to come in and you're basically going to – when you, you, you're going to look at the blitz and say, yeah, we're not doing that. We're generating our own pressure – they have the personnel. I mean, 11th in pro football focused defensive line, preseason grade, second in the linebacking room. You would think that would project, Matt, given the likely personnel we're going to get with a, an anti-blitz guy and, and Gus Bradley to work out pretty favorably. Yeah, I mean, and he did it even less with the, with the Raiders last year. 11%. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the absolute lowest uh, blitz rate in the league with the Raiders last year. I mean, Quiddy Pay is going to need to take a step up. I mean, he's still a young dude, so there's a, you know still a ton of upside for him. There's still a ton of upside that I think that people saw in him when he was drafted, right? I mean, they're, they're, this was a guy that a lot of people were super, super high on and loved the pick whenever that came through. The, the problem may become is if they don't get that pressure is in the secondary. Now, we mentioned Stephon Gilmore, and Stephon Gilmore is still a stud, you know, not on the field a ton last year, but when he was, he was actually the ninth graded cover corner in all of football. But now you're looking at Isaiah Rogers, you're looking at Kenny Moore, Rodney McLeod, Julian Blackman, like all these guys who are maybe good, but we don't know if they're good. And certainly if you're putting them in situations where quarterbacks have all day to throw, it's going to be very, 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 very tough on, on these guys to cover. So there's going to be a lot expected of Ngakwe, of Buckner, of Quiddy Pay stepping up as well to help out the, the defensive side of the ball, which I think the defense will still be pretty good for this team. On the offensive side, look, that offensive line did take a hit, as we mentioned, but losing the, losing the starters isn't all that bad. If as long as this this Pinter and Pryor guy like they're limited snaps, but they actually showed some promise when they did play. So as long as those guys can step up and, and, and play, everything will be fine. Running backs is maybe as deep as you're going to find. Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, Philip Lindsay. So you've got a, a bunch of talent there. The pass catchers, who knows? Michael Pittman has looked good in his uh, in his short career, but past that, you're going to have to get some production out of a rookie and Alec Pierce. What is even a healthy Paris Campbell look like? I mean, mm. We hadn't seen it, right? I mean, like he's, he, he, we don't we don't even know what a Harry a healthy Paris Campbell looks like. And then Mo Ali Cox, Jelani Woods. I mean, there's it's an interesting team. I think it's good enough to win this division. I think it's good enough to 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 maybe make some noise in early on in the playoffs. But if they exceed expectation, if these wide receivers stay healthy, if they if if a, if Paris Cox, I mean, if Paris Campbell looks like he was when he came out. Then, then maybe there's a lot of upside for this team, and maybe we're talking about them as Super Bowl contenders. You already have a ticket in the account? Divisional? Divisional. Divisional. Division for them. Minus 125. I'd still play it. Still play it. Indianapolis Colts, our first of two that we're talking about tonight. 32 teams and 32 shows. Let's talk some Lakers in offseason NBA. Jovan Buha next year on the show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN is broadcasting live from NBA Summer League all week. Now through July 17th, you can catch The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Eumanns at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, like our next guest coming up, exclusive content and live updates all throughout VSIN shows. For more, follow us at VSIN Live on Twitter and at VSIN Live on YouTube. The first of our two games, by the way, VSIN Baseball Betting Pentathline, is underway, Matt Brown. Somehow they're they're playing baseball again already. Yeah, that was the classic was like Midwest the, yes, quick storm. It was storm. like the, the yeah. super cloud came over, dumped 9,000 yeah. gallons of water onto the field, and then it's done. They're inside it's of like there. a 15-minute rain delay in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. But we have first and second uh, on in the top of the first. Nobody up for Padres-Rockies. That's our game again. We laid the 140 there with the uh, San Diego Padres. So if anything happens, Matt, just, just roll the Viperhawk sounder and we'll be. Let's do this. Let, let's do this. Uh, we talk, talk, told you about the, uh, the Summer League. We've been having shows there all week. Jovan Buha joins us from Summer League here in Las Vegas at the Thomas & Mack Center. He's the uh, athletic uh, beat writer for the Los Angeles Lakers. Jovan, thank you so much for carving some time. I don't know. It's been a busy week over there. What uh, would have been, first off, just your general impressions there of Summer League? Anything that's uh, stood out to you watching some of these new guys play and, uh, and a number of uh, number of teams there in action this week? Yeah, well, I think Paolo Banchero has looked like a legitimate you know, number one pick. I think at 
you know, depending on who you spoke with, everyone kind of had their own ranking of the top three. Uh, I think they all have had, you know, some pretty impressive moments. But, um, you know, I, I think there there was some concern with, with some with, with Paolo as, you know, he, he's a little bit smaller than, than someone like Chet. And, you know, what is he a four? Is he a five? How is he going to hold up defensively? And I think overall he, he's looked pretty good. And I know they shut him down and are <laughs> already load managing him. But, um, you know, I think he, he, he's looked impressive. I, I think Chet has obviously been solid. Um, you know, I, I think the, the strength is going to be an issue at first, but uh, I'm sure he'll you know put on some weight, bulk up a little bit, and that'll be okay. Uh, from the Lakers side, I, I think uh, you know lower expectations with their guys. Only have one you know, second round pick in, in Max Christie and uh, a couple two way guys in Cole Swider and Scotty Pippen Jr. But all three guys have shown some flashes. I, I think you know th- those guys will eventually be more so back end you know rotation guys. Um, you know, maybe a couple of the two-way guys have a chance to make the, the roster this season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think overall it's, it's weekend's more about networking and, and being in Vegas and just kind of all the, the stuff post-free agency that comes out of it. So, um, you know, on that front, it was definitely a fun weekend. This is the million-dollar question, I know, but what is, in your opinion, what, what, what do you think the organization would have be the ideal situation for Russell Westbrook? And then what do you think will end up happening with Russell Westbrook? I think the organization's ideal would be to trade Russ. I, I just think it's obviously proving to be much harder than, uh, than they would like, right? So um, yeah, I think if either of the deals, you know, one being the Brooklyn trade for Kyrie Irving, or the Indiana trade for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. I think if, if either of those gets to the, the one-yard line, I, I think the Lakers will do what it takes to uh, kind of punch that home and, and flip Russ. But uh, I think right now, you know, there, there have been, depending on who you speak with, you know, it depends how far those talks have gone. Some people say they're in the early stages. Some people uh, have specifics on framework. It, it really kind of depends uh, who you're speaking with, but I think on both fronts, again, the Lakers kind of know that with Russell Westbrook, there is a, a clear ceiling to their situation, and the ceiling is not as high as they would like. I mean, I, I think really looking at the West, you can peg them in somewhere between like six and nine right now, and obviously being seven and nine would put them in the play-in tournament, and to have a LeBron and AD team in the play-in tournament uh, you know that that's a failure. So I think for them, uh, kind of projecting out, looking ahead, like that they want LeBron to sign his extension, which I don't think is going to happen if Russell Westbrook is still on the roster. And I think that you know that there's kind of been some pressure behind the scenes to get a deal done for Kyrie, and then you know potentially having the extension tied to that. So I think at some point Russ isn't going to be a Laker. Uh, there's definitely a, a final day, which is, you know, next summer when his contract expires. By then, he will officially, you know, no longer be a Laker, but I anticipate at, you know, at the latest, the trade deadline, but really I'm kind of looking at training camp potentially as the latest this will go, mm-hmm. where at that point there'll be some urgency on the Lakers end to flip him if he has not been traded yet. But it's tough because there's a gridlock right now where you know, Kevin Durant and his whole situation is really tying everything up. And you know, the Nets' priority is to figure out Kevin Durant first and Kyrie Irving second. And they're not really trying to advance their talks with the Lakers or with anybody else until they figure out the KD situation. So 
I think that's going to be the first major domino. We'll see now. Donovan Mitchell, you know, as of today, is going to be available, and there's also the DeAndre Ayton situation. So a lot of moving parts, but I suspect, you know, the Lakers do want to move Russ at some point. It just has to be the right price, you know, the, the right package that they're getting. And, you know, there's also a lack of urgency right now where they don't need to move him today versus two months from now. If anything, two months from now, the price will probably be a little bit lower. So I think they're trying to have a patient approach, but I do expect them to eventually move him at some point. Well, and you mentioned, too, Jovan, how you, you view right now where the Lakers are at, maybe six, seven, eight in, in the pecking order right now in the West. But the odds makers certainly it tells a different story. And, you know, whether this is speculative bets that a lot of people have been making, we've seen the Lakers' odds get chopped pretty much in half. They were 22, 25 to 1 just a few weeks ago. Now, right now, fourth shortest odds in the Western Conference at 11 to 1. What, what would it take for you, at least with, with the whole offseason roster construction, what would it take for you to really view them as a top four team in the West after this offseason? Uh, to not have Russell Westbrook on their roster. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I just think there's... I mean, they, they only played 21 games last season, but with their big three playing, the Lakers went 11-10. and 10. That's a 43-win pace over 82 games. And, you know, I think the, the, the optimists can say, well, look, you know, the supporting cast got better this offseason. They got younger, more athletic, uh, and, and, you know, they're going to have another year together and a new coach and, uh, you know, hopefully better health. And, like... That's all true, and that all could lead to a better season. But AD and LeBron have now, I mean, AD's had a whole career worth of injuries, you know, really since he's entered the league. And LeBron has now, you know, dealt with a significant injury in three of his four years in LA. And the one year both guys kind of stayed healthy, they, they won the championship. But I think that supporting cast was much better, and they had much better depth. And I just think if, if Russell Westbrook is on this roster, you know, unless he dramatically changes his game, which he has yet to do in his first 14 seasons, and he was asked to do last year and did not do, or the Lakers end up benching him and just reducing his minutes significantly, which everything that has come out of there about them and Russ does not indicate that's going to happen. If Russell Westbrook is playing 30 to 34 minutes a night and starting, there's just a limit to how good this team is going to be because he still can't shoot the ball. He doesn't really try defensively. And he's never been good off the ball as a cutter, screener, just movement guy. Like, that's just not what he does. So, again, barring a dramatic, unforeseen change in his game, which we have never seen, you know, and he was asked to do last year and did not do, uh, I just think there's a limit to his fit with LeBron and AD and just as a big part of this team. So, to me, they get Kyrie Irving, okay, I elevate them to that contender status. Probably on the back end of the contenders, but in the mix. They got Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Okay, those are two legit starters upgrading your starting lineup, better fitting pieces. Both guys can shoot. Like, I like that much better than Russ. But as long as Russ is on the team, I think this is a low-tier playoff team to to play in team that maybe they can surprise someone and win a round because of LeBron and AD. But ultimately, they're not a contender with Russ, in my opinion. Again, Jovan Buha joining us here on Primetime Action. Lakers beat writer for The Athletic. Give him a follow at Jovan Buha on uh, Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Enjoy the rest of your time in Vegas, by the way. Oh, I know it's a, it's a nice little uh, excursion for, for those of you covering the, uh, the league here this summer. Uh, but enjoy the rest of that, uh, and we'll, I'm sure we'll catch up soon here before we get into the meat of the NBA season. Uh, thanks again for the time. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Matt, tough, uh, tough top of the first for us in uh, Colorado. That's... I did not hear a Viper Hawks sounder, so... It's not uh, Viper Hawks baseball. (laughs) Two on.
We no capitalize out. in those we situations. Capitalize. Two on, no out. We advance the guy to third. A pitch in the dirt gets us to second. Second and third. And back to back strikeout. Come on. With the three three and four hitters. Luke right? Voigt has the most absurd swing I've ever he he starts kicking his leg as the guy I've never liked him personally is is like just beginning his windup it's like so Gomber threw him like a 20 mile an hour curveball he had already his foot had already he was way ahead of it no way no he, he just was frozen because there's no way he could swing at it it's like, like what you a, see in Little League when the guy, yeah. the kid faces like the one guy who throws like 78 and so he starts yeah. swinging before the ball yeah. yeah it's like just, there was no zero chance he could have even swung the bat because he was so off balance just no ugh. Well, Let's go, guys. It's okay, Clevenger's hair is looking it's, great tonight. It's Clevenger, yes. That, now that's Viperhawk's hair. I that's think, right. Even if we don't you know, have the same. That is our first game of two today. We'll update all the scores on the other side. 32 teams and 32 shows continues with the Green Bay Packers next as we get into the final hour of primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.